Hello and welcome aboard the Battleship Pretension. I am Tyler Smith. I am David Bax. And thank you all for listening. David, I am exhausted and dizzy. Yeah. But not as dizzy as you must be after four days of excitement and uh, craziness. In San Diego. Nerdiness in San Diego. Yeah, well, whatever uh, you want to call it. I, I, I was at Comic-Con. We'll get to that in a minute. Okay, fair uh, enough. First off, we should say, just for the listeners so they don't get confused when the third voice pops in. Okay, yeah. Uh, we have a guest. That's right. Uh, you may know him from the oft-mentioned and uh, excellent podcast, Experts and Intermediates. Would you call it a sister podcast, David? Uh, no. Okay. Just because just we know each other? I think so. Well, yeah, I think so. Because like, we know some people... Like, we knew them from their podcast first. This, we knew them socially right. first. Okay. So I think a sister podcast. Okay. Uh, Jason Eakin is here. Hello, everybody. Uh, may, may I chime in? I don't think it is a sister podcast. Okay. The idea of a sister podcast is like a podcast very akin to yours. Okay. But with different it, people. Or right? a podcast for black women. <laughs> <laughs> now we're talking. <laughs> I would say in that way, his podcast is, is closer to... Absolutely uh, yeah, a sister, is more sister podcast. podcast. Definitely. But, uh, yeah, okay. Well, fair enough. Uh, I, th- I think perhaps in spirit uh, your podcast is similar to ours, but... I think we're related. I just don't think sisters is the okay, right way to Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, cousins? Yeah, that, that sounds all about right. right. Kissing cousins? Well, if it's us, you know uh, it. Oh, man. Don't, Kansas it City. begins already. Um, well, let's, you know, let's, let's, get, let's get to know you a little bit for those that haven't uh, heard experts and intermediates. Uh, now you say that uh, that our shows are not that similar. What's yours all about? Ours is about movies. Yours is about film. That's right. The cinema. Uh, we we are not so close minded. They're, they're <laughs> experts and intermediates. Uh, we accept all artistic forms. So ours is ours is about uh, movies, music, books, TV, uh, comic books, dance, really, dance, often dance. Oh, you know, it is. Uh, that's the thing. It's about the world's dance number one dance time. podcast. <laughs> experts and intermediates. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so basically any artistic experience is is up for grabs. All right. Um, yeah. So I mean, we've talked about theater a, a few times. That's so. you've talked about concerts you've gone to. Oh my oh, gosh! Yeah, it's absolutely. Everything that you could possibly uh, you know uh, watch or listen to, you guys have talked right. about at some point. Yep. Have you seen any concerts recently that I haven't heard about on your podcast? Uh, no, because I already talked about the Tom Waits concert okay. on there, which was mind-blowingly great. Life-altering. Life yeah, I, I, people listen to the episode, because it uh, made, made me wish I was there. Ugh. It made me wish I was there, and I've been to a Tom Waits concert. <laughs> like, so that's how, that's how, uh, how solid yeah. your, your explanation was of the, of the, the Oh, well, thank you, because I actually felt like I was not doing it justice. It, it's, it's one of those things that you feel like... You can't quite get out how it how it really felt. Fair enough. So, all right. So, well, okay, so, okay Comic Con. I'm going to do a just yeah. A let's, quick, yes. let's get to that. Well, orig- I, I had thought about maybe doing a whole Comic Con episode, but uh, shamefully, I didn't really do a lot of movie related stuff. I did a lot of TV and comic book related stuff when I was. But there. I know no you, saw you wanted. To- What's that? <laughs> no, and I. Uh, I missed the the Watchmen panel because uh, I I mistimed the tram ride to the station and I was like uh, literally like I mean I, I was close to getting in when they said the hall is full you can't let any people in so pissed about that um, and I missed the day the earth stood still because there was a overturned truck on the five on Thursday so we got to Comic Con oh, we geez. got to San Diego much later much much later <laughs> than we had you should have just said I am Jackie Earl Haley <laughs> let me the fuck in. Um, but uh, here's one thing uh, story I wanted to tell you guys. One thing I learned from Comic Con is that I'm I'm becoming a little more of an adult, a little more of a grown up. Okay, and I'll All tell right. you what. Here's what happened yesterday, Saturday at Comic Con. Um, my my girlfriend Teresa had a, a costume in the Masquerade Ball. She was That's she right. a, a friend was wearing it. She had designed it. Uh, for those who don't know what the Masquerade Ball is, I'm not gonna explain it here. Look it up. It's really awesome if you're a big nerd. Um. <laughs> So here's what I did. I went to some panels in the morning, went to the Lost panel. Then I went to the Tim and Eric Awesome Con out in the park, okay. which, is, which is a blast. <laughs> and then I had, had a couple of other, other panels on my schedule, but some friends and I were like, well, let's go get lunch. So we walked pretty far up Fifth Street, and we ate at TGI Fridays, classed it up a little bit, you know? <laughs> and then, so it was like 4.30, and we were like, well, it's, we got four hours until the masquerade starts. 
you know, and we're about six or seven blocks from the convention center. We can either go back to the convention center now or just drink our way down the street and get there at 8.30. <laughs> Correct. So decision. that's what we did. All uh, right, so by the right. time the masquerade started, I was hammered. Uh, but the masquerade, much like the Oscars, scheduled for three hours, went a little over four hours. <laughs> by the time the masquerade was over, I was sober. And hadn't had a lot of water that day, so uh, here's, I, I, I know you don't drink very often, Tyler, but maybe you know this feeling, Jason. I don't know how often you drink, but uh, uh, if, I never if, if I get drunk and then sober up before I go to bed, the, the result is insane splitting headache. Oh. I had, I had an enormous headache by the time the masquerade was over. No vomit, though? No. Uh, thank God. My, my, my first thought after the masquerade, because this is the way I've lived my life for years, my first thought was... Uh, well, to get rid of this headache, I'm going to have to go back to the hotel and begin drinking again immediately. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. All right. That's right. <laughs> that was my first thought. They call I that got... the, the hair of the dog that bit you. Yeah. I got back to the hotel, Advil, water, bed. Oh, Like my. an adult. That's... Wow. Yeah. Like an adult would do if he had a splitting headache at 2 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes. It's... <laughs> I think s- step one... Step two, maybe don't drink your way. So maybe not view uh, uh, drinking as a journey. Uh, yeah, right. you know, or maybe uh, just walk faster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Works. Get some exercise involved. Exactly. So that's not my only Comic Con story, but that was the uh, the one I wanted to impart to the listener because I didn't do any movie stuff. That's a, and that's unfortunate because uh, I really would have been interested in. Uh, you know what you had to say about the day the earth stood still because i i haven't seen the trailer for it or anything um all i know is there's one really beautiful image in the trailer i will say is there okay i'm uh, unlike most because i'm a huge fan of the original and unlike most fans of the original i am cautiously optimistic whereas i feel like a lot of people are really skeptical about it I have to say, Keanu Reeves does not look god-awful in it. I think it's a role for him. Yeah, yeah there you the, go, exactly. I mean, it's Absolutely. not like the original actor is, was that charismatic. I mean, right. he was kind of <laughs> wooden as well. So that's the thing. Keanu Reeves can be, he can be good in, in the right role. I thought he was really good as, uh, as Neo. Uh, okay, I'm, I'm pretty much out. But, Speed. You know, Speed. Yeah, okay, he was Speed is a great movie. Point break. Point, uh, okay. <laughs> David loves Point Break. Yeah, Jason. And I oh, had I this, forgot about this conversation that. before, but yeah, oh. yeah, Point Break is. We'll fantastic. save that for uh, another episode. <laughs> we'll save that for another episode of a different podcast. Um, <laughs> what? But uh, anyway, so uh, but yeah, I, I am, I am, uh, as you say, cautiously optimistic because like the the like the political allegory <laughs> is still very relevant now if they made it now, and yeah. so. Uh, so I'm hoping they don't do away with that. I'm hoping that they try and maintain, uh, uh, retain the... Uh, I don't think... I mean, even if they tried to do away with it, it's so much embedded in the story. Right. I mean, that's that's. I think that's the reason they're picking this movie to remake now. Is right. That, even if they don't even realize it subconsciously, like, that sort of... Uh, that sort of mass fear, you yeah. know, it, you know brooding fear is, is right. Yeah. Yeah. Can't get away yeah. from it, Jason. I, I don't even try anymore. That, all right. I've learned to embrace the fear. Exactly. I make that fear work for me. Exactly. So, um, all right. So, do you want to? Do you want? Okay. Do well. Do you, do you have any other stories from Comic Con? I mean, do you want to tell Teresa's story? Okay, I which mean, is very Teresa's funny because it's awesome. Uh, Fairly awesome girlfriend. Super awesome story. Yes. There we go. Um, she. Uh, uh, so she was backstage uh, at the masquerade. She was giving some direction to her friend Mary, who was wearing the costume. Uh, and so this is backstage before the masquerade. Lots of lots of nerds in costumes running around, you know, busily preparing. Uh, so Teresa's trying to show Mary what to do, and she's she's like, "You got to be really strong." And she throws her fist out, and <laughs> pop, she catches young Hermione Granger right in the fucking chin, right. laser out. Like to tell, I, I obviously wasn't there. I was out in the ballroom, uh, you know, drunk. It's still at this point. Uh, but the way the way she tells it, she was this close to actually knocking her unconscious. She <laughs> rolled it on the floor and like the awesomely precocious nerd girl that she was. I, I don't want to sound like I'm making fun of this girl. She right. seems really, really cool. And I, she did get punched in the face. Yeah. And yeah. I, I like young nerds. I, I, I wasn't quite that nerdy when I was 12. I was trying too hard to be punk rock. Right. I should have been embracing my nerdiness. Exactly. Uh, but so she like in this sort of precocious voice, she's like, oh, like like she's got the vapors. She's like, <laughs> she's Blanche Dubois, right? She's like, 
can you help me up? And then, so Teresa helps her up and she like walks off holding her head. And then when she comes, Teresa sees the girl again later and she's like, are you okay? Are you okay? And like the girl clasps Teresa's hands and she's like, it's okay. (laughs) So. Yeah. She says it with like a Louisiana draw. Right. (laughs) It's okay, sugar. It's all right. (laughs) But uh, that is, that is awesome. I, uh, I've only punched one person in the face uh, in my life. By accident, I was trying to fake him out, but he moved uh, the wrong way, uh-huh. and I punched him right in the eye. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, and much less a 12-year-old girl. Very exciting. I am excited for Teresa. It's not an experience that uh, that a lot of civilized adults get to have, right. is beating a child. <laughs> now, now, speaking of violence, accidental or otherwise, I know you guys have... Uh, can I tell a quick story? Oh, sure. Um, uh, I know you guys have talked a lot about, about people disrupting movie theaters. Uh-huh. Yeah. Now, I've seen The Dark Knight three times thus far, Um, and the second time I saw it, before the show, the guy next to me had obviously seen it, was raving about it to this friend of his next to him, this chick. Um, During the movie, during the set-piece action sequence, he pulls out- Involving the truck. Involving the truck, yeah. Because there are a few few sequences that people could view as the- the, That's true, very true, very true. Um, He pulls out his iPhone- uh-huh. And starts text messaging. And this isn't like ordinary text messaging because it's the screen is so big. It yeah. is blinding. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, everybody gets one. <laughs> everybody gets one. So he does it. He puts it away. And my big fear, because I wore glasses to the movie, my big fear is if I start a fight and I get punched in the face, I may have to buy new glasses. Uh-huh. Like this is, this is a legitimate fear of mine. The Those fact- are nice glasses, by the way. Thank you. I'm in the market for some new specs. Mine are kind of falling apart. Oh, really? Yeah. I actually am, too. I've had these for about uh, almost uh, probably three, four years. Ah. Uh, but I do, li- I do like them. You kept them in good shape. Unlike oh, thank mine, you very which much. Kept uh, together by you know, duct tape and sure. high hopes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so anyway, so this guy, uh, like I said, everybody gets one. So he pulls it back out, not a minute later. Uh-huh. Starts like giggling to himself. And I was like, okay, that's it. Because the people next to me were also disturbed yeah. and they had not seen it yet. So I actually, I'm, I'm so pleased with myself. I leaned over to him and I said, put that fucking thing away now. Awesome. And he looked at me and he laughed in my face. Then continued to text message. At which point, I placed my hand on his text messaging device. And then he flipped out and was like, whoa, what the fuck? And I was like, put it away now. And he was like, fine, I'll, I'll, I'll turn it. I'll turn it like this. There. No more disturbance. Rest of the film. And I was I guess- like, that's right. See, I guess No now- violence. The threat of violence. Yeah. I, I put the fear in like, him. Like I said, I make that fear. You should have like George Costanza threatened to take him outside and show him what it's <laughs> show like. What it's like. <laughs> my favorite George Costanza line ever. Uh, uh, now, Mine of course, too. Jason, you and I were discussing my favorite George Costanza line, which is, of course, <laughs> Snoopy and Prickly Pete. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, also good. Yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, I I hear a story like that, Jason, and I just wish I could be you. You know, you you you're I kind can of rarely a, be me. you're kind, you're kind of an athletic guy. You you played sports in high school. I'm kind mm. of roly poly. <laughs> uh, uh, I but, will sit on you, sir. But you, I mean, I'll, I'll tell this story because you mentioned the Dark Knight. I attempted to see the Dark Knight once, <laughs> and then I wound up having to see it a couple days later because Jen and I went to uh, a 7:55 show. I'm sorry, 8:55 show in a uh, uh, kind of a low lower class theater i would say mm-hmm. uh and we go there because it's a little cheaper yeah and uh-huh. um and it sounds strange but i kind of like seeing a, a big blockbuster movie in an audience where the like the percentage of hipsters is pretty low it's really just real people sure. seeing movies yeah. i kind of i kind of enjoy that that's why um, i used to go see the in chicago I used to go to see the lord of the rings movies at the at the village north <laughs> where during the two towers I had a lot of leg room in front of me, not because I was in the front row or anything, but because the seat in front of me was missing. <laughs> That's the kind of theater we're talking about here. Um, but uh, anyway, so so Jen and I, we uh, we went and saw uh, this show, of The Dark Knight, and we, you know, when you go to this theater, especially a big blockbuster, and it, it had only been released like three days before, so it's like, you know, it, it, we knew it was going to be full. So we see, we're, we're seated, and we 
get there early enough that like when people start sitting around us, we're like, all right, they look okay. They look all right. You know? Mm -hmm. Um, and it was, and honestly seated around us were hipsters. We're like, you know, (laughs) mid 20, uh, mid twenties, you know, white people dressed, uh, like, uh, disheveled, but you can tell like they planned that. Right. Um, so far during the story, you've skirted the edges of elitism by calling it a lower oh, class yeah. theater and racism by pointing out that you were relieved you were surrounded by white people. No, it's whatever. You so know. Running tally of isms. So far. Okay, right. that's fine. That's fine. Let's get to five. Uh, so then these women show up and you know how they are. They had bags of, uh, you know, they had bags from all the stores they went to spending their husband's money. Um, but anyway, so uh, <laughs> good for me. Um, so. Uh, you know, I mean, it, it doesn't. I'll say this: it doesn't matter the race, but you can usually tell the problem people by the com- the type of conversation they're having and the volume of the conversation they're having as they're walking in and looking for a seat, and probably what time they're walking in. Mm. Yeah. All right. It's like if they come in during the first preview. Okay, fair enough. They want to had be trouble finding parking, maybe. Perhaps. Sure. Yeah. Perhaps. Uh, when they come in during the last preview, it's like, all right. Okay, but anyway, so we're seated around people that it's like clearly these people want to see the Dark Knight. They're excited. We're like, all right, this is going to be great. Dark Knight, here we go. Very last minute, very like the last 30 seconds of the last preview in walks uh, this guy and his girlfriend. And uh, and you know what? I'm not going to mention what race they were. But because that doesn't matter. That's no, because they were what white. matters is the <laughs> they time they came in and just like how just how loud they were and stuff. And they came in and they sat right next to us because there was a bit of a space there. And uh, and then they're just, you know, they're speaking to each other. And it's like, hey, wait a minute. The preview's almost over. Are they going to? No, they're not going to be quiet. And then like the guy doesn't turn his phone off and neither does the girl. And uh, at one point she drops her phone and loses it. And uh, she's looking for it, like, where's my cell phone? And she's looking for it. Ah, the guy has has a solution. He will call her cell phone, and then she'll be able to find it easier. And, of course, there's a bank heist happening in front of me. And so, so, like, Jen and I, Jen's like, do you want to go? Because if if the theater were a little less crowded, we'd probably just try and find another place in the theater to sit. But it was very busy, and so the only option really was leaving. And so she's like, do you want to go? And I was like, let's give it a couple minutes. We'll see what happens. And you know what? Honestly, I should have just, I should have just said, yes, let's go. Because on, uh, my view is, it's not like this guy is going to suddenly uh, gain manners in the next two minutes. Right. Like, my hope was perhaps something cool happens on screen, uh, and, uh, and that and will shut him up. And he gets caught up in it. And yeah. he gets right. caught up. Uh, but no. And even, this is going to sound like I'm joking, but I'm not. Even his breathing was annoying. His his he was breathing like uh, Tony Soprano. What's the uh-huh. ism even... for uh, being pretentious about breathing? <laughs> Is there one? Uh, I'll think of one. <laughs> but uh, you know where it's just like, <laughs> and it's like, good God, you can't even when you're quiet. Respiratorism. Ah, uh, <laughs> now we're talking. But, Nicely uh, done. <laughs> and so so his phone like rings and he looks at it and he silences it. Not silenced like. You know, for the duration, just silences that call, puts it back in his pocket, and just it happens a few more times. And then he talks to his girlfriend. Finally, it's like, okay, let's just leave. Because I just know it's gotten to the point where, like, Jason, I, I'm I'm amazed that the guy didn't take you, like, didn't like get really defensive and like want to fight you all of a sudden, especially when you put it, your hand on his phone, which because, was in his crotch. Which was it really? Well, yeah. It's like you know he's got. It in his oh life. yeah, yeah. So there's all kinds of problems in that. Breaking so we've worked it, right. so we've worked in homophobia now. <laughs> so if we have any audience members left, oh, exactly, exactly. He's at fault. But um, <laughs> but anyway, so uh, but I just know it's like if I were to like even politely ask this guy, like he might do it more. Like Jen and I once yeah. went to see the thirtieth thirtieth twenty fifth anniversary of Alien. And there were some people sitting by us, and, and it's, you know, that's a very quiet movie. And they were talking, and Jen said, uh, I'm sorry, can you please be quiet? Uh, at which point they started talking louder. Yeah. Uh, and it, it was clear it was on purpose. And uh, so rather than try and talk this guy into being civilized for two and a half hours. While you miss more of the movie. While I miss so. more of the movie, it's like, you know what, let's just go get our, yeah. you know, get our money back and, 
you know, and I don't like the idea of getting your money back, but honestly, it's a problem with the theatrical experience, not the film itself. Right, right. So we went uh, a couple days later and at uh, like one in the afternoon, and it was Same theater? wonderful. Same theater. Ah, there you one go. in the afternoon. You know, I've seen the movie three different places. Kansas yeah. City, Kansas, Springfield, Missouri, and uh, here in California. I don't know exactly where. Los um, Angeles. Nice. We're, in, we're in Los Angeles right now. Oh, are we in Los Angeles? Well, I didn't see it in, in <laughs> At your At the very apartment. least, you can say Southern California. Oh, there you go. Southern <laughs> okay. California. There we go. The oh, only... did you go over to the, uh, the Southern California 16? The only theater within a 35-mile radius. <laughs> the only respectful theater, Kansas City, Kansas. Really? <laughs> Seriously. Oh, yeah, they're nice Midwesterners. You yeah, know? no kidding. Well, the Springfield Missouri Robert Altman's hometown. What? Robert Altman is from Kansas City, right? There you go. That's why. They That's knew. why. Yeah, there's no, there's <laughs> the no famous filmmakers. The pervaded over the... Uh, the only the famous person crowd. from... I was Never mind, that's Nixa. I was going to make a Jason Bourne joke, but... Oh. Hey, he's famous? But he's not from Springfield. No. No, he's not from Springfield. But Nixa does not have Nixa. a theater. We Nixa go doesn't Springfield. have any theaters? No. Nope. So Jason Bourne would have had to go to Springfield. This is turning into kind of an insular <laughs> conversation. There it's, are, you know, listeners listening right now. Oh, that's right. So. Yes. I'm sorry, everybody. Wait, are we recording? <laughs> but uh, I gotta anyway, change voices. that's not a stogie you're holding in your hand. <laughs> that's a microphone. So I wanted to right. point out that was microphone. Jason is not holding anyone's cock or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a stogie in your hand. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. So the third time this week. <laughs> anyway, we should get to the topic. Absolutely, let's get into it, shall we? All right. Uh, topic. We are, we all we are all podcasters here. That's yeah. right. Uh, we are all movie fans here. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so we're gonna going to uh, shine a little light on the competition. They could use it, you know. Yeah. They can't all be us. <laughs> uh, we're just going to talk right. about our favorite podcasts. Yeah. We're not going to be talking shit about right. podcasts no. we don't like because I don't knock the other man's merch, uh, the other man's merchandise. Yeah, and they're but for the grace of God. Exactly. <laughs> um, so now here's the thing: is when you first uh, suggested uh, this topic to me, part of me is like, why would I want to convince people to listen to other things? But then it occurred to me, like. I don't just read Roger Ebert. You know, like, the, you, yeah. you kind it's of also, find... It's a podcast. I'm not sharing a time slot with any of them. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, I mean, it's like you... It's like I, there are probably five critics out there that it's like, all right, I, I, I like all of them. And so, yeah. you know, there might be people that only listen to us, David. And I feel bad for them. Yeah, there, are, there are plenty of good movie podcasts out there. Add them... By all means, if you have to choose... You go with the best. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 You know. Whereas, once again, if you want a full entertainment smorgasbord, you exactly. come to the experts and intermediate. <laughs> yeah. Occasionally the intermediates. But, uh, yeah. And that's, you know, that's the thing is it's like you want to have a choice. You know, sometimes you want a hamburger. But, uh, you know, if you have to make a choice between that and steak, I mean, you go with the steak. And that's yeah. us. Okay. I'm a burger guy. You're a burger guy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I had a delicious Jack Daniels burger at TGI Fridays oh, on that Saturday. Good. Can't beat a good steak for me, David. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, uh, so movie podcasts and uh, and I uh, now I've as been... an entertainment podcaster, I've got just some some other podcasts that deal with other areas of entertainment. That's great. That's uh, fine. Yeah. Okay. I've been uh, in San Diego for four days. I did not do a <laughs> whole lot of preparation. <laughs> okay. So, uh, well, let's start. Let's start you off, uh, Jason. Go ahead. Okay, the uh, the podcast that, that started it all for me, uh, which I still listen to religiously, uh, actually probably the only – like if I have a comment on your guys' podcast, I call you. Ah, uh, yes, that's true. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like hey, here's, here's what it is. Uh, film Spotting. Yeah. Film Spotting with uh, Adam Kempinar and Matty Ballgame Robinson. Uh, yeah, Matty Ballgame. Um, I, I, really, <laughs> I really do love this podcast. Um, it is – it starts off usually with a – with a current review, then goes to they have some uh, they have like a uh, like a trivia qu- or not a trivia question but a poll question that they mm-hmm. always get to. They do listener feedback. They have a thing called Massacre Theater, mm-hmm. uh, in which they take a beloved screenplay and uh, yeah. massacre it. This is the thing I like about film spotting. And what I'm in listening, I'm, I'm going to backtrack for a second. In listening to some other movie podcasts, uh, you know, over the past week, I've come to realize that we are you, Tyler, you and I are we're doing something different. Yeah. But oh, that yeah. doesn't that isn't to imply that every other podcast is doing the same thing. You right, know? Right. They're all different. I mean, there are some shitty ones yeah. we won't talk about, but all the ones that are good are different in their own way. Right. And right. one of the things that I love about film spotting that I wanted to avoid on our show to 
to make sure we weren't too much like film spotting yeah, right. is the segments the way their their mm-hmm. stro- the show is strictly segmented you it, know it, it and, really is and yeah. they you know they've got weekly segments yeah, and that's that's part five, of the fun is got, you know they that got marathons that yeah. they do so it, so yeah you you know that something cool is coming up something that you are familiar uh-huh. with you know yeah. Uh, you know, what are the, what's their top five going to be? That's my favorite part is the top five. What's their top five going to be this week? And they usually do really good top fives yeah. too. Really interesting ones. Best and one ever that I almost I kind of want to steal for uh, for Battleship Retention, uh, which we kind of have talked about. But uh, top five movies we're ashamed to admit we haven't seen. Oh, they did that oh, like yeah. a year ago, I think. They and, uh, did, one of my favorite ones they did like two weeks ago. Top five movies. Uh, to show an alien to teach him about Earth. Oh, that's oh, a man. great topic. I Damn caught you, up film on spotting. Yeah, is that not a? That's a great there, topic. There's a reason so. they're on top. Yeah, yeah but um, I like the um, the the movies we're ashamed of we haven't seen yeah. because uh, it there is in the in all realms of nerdiness mm-hmm. there's uh, there's a temptation to behave as if you're the expert on a thing, right. you know. And I'm really into movies and I really love movies, but there are some big ones that I've never seen. And it was great to hear these guys who are, you know, in the top ten movie podcasts on iTunes or whatever yeah. say that they hadn't seen Double Indemnity or Lawrence of Arabia. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And when uh, the former host saw Double Indemnity, didn't much care for it. Yeah. Oh yeah, mm. I remember that. And it was a big bone of contention. It was pretty cool. Hmm. Uh, so that's so that's my number one. Um, now if I'm not mistaken, uh, uh, you have uh, been featured in some way, shape, or form on film spotting. They're not like, uh, now now to Jason E. Right, you're not a correspondent. Right, exactly. That'd be so cool. That would be. Um, no, but yeah, you know, you can uh, call in and leave a voicemail. So they've played a couple voicemail clips. Um, they did top five actors in need of a reboot. Career reboot. I remember that. Um, and I wrote in, and uh, my favorite one that I said, uh, aside from Kevin Spacey, was all actors on a CSI, CSI Miami, <laughs> or CSI New York, or any of those like crime shows. Oh, see, well, now, you, the, now you've started it, because oh, I, I know. I'm a big CSI. I know you are. I don't really watch the spinoffs. But, David uh, Caruso? But William Peterson is leaving CSI. Oh, is he? Yeah. And here's the three people they're looking at. I don't know if they're in talks. Like, is he going home, or is he doing something else? I, he's, uh, he's, he's just leaving the show. I don't Spin know off, doing. oddly enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Gil Grissom and his roaches. CSI Peterson. Um, <laughs> the three, according to Entertainment Weekly, I'm sorry, that sentence was according to Entertainment Weekly. <laughs> yeah. And of course, that was a clause, not a sentence. Um, the three people they're looking at to replace him, awesomely, Kurt Russell, mm. John Malkovich, or Lawrence Fishburne. No. Oh, wow. Any wow. one of those would be fine by me. I retract. I don't know that Malkovich would do it. Body. I feel like I don't he's. I think he would. Uh, although, I mean, if he keeps, you know, making "Color Me Kubrick" and other self-parody type of bullshit, then he's in the new Coen he... Brothers movie. Oh sure, yeah, yeah. But I would love to see Lawrence Fishburne in that role. Yeah, yeah, that would be awesome. In this thing, and out of twenty-one, <laughs> let's, uh, let's go that route. Yeah. Okay, so that's so that's one of mine. Okay. Um, yeah, I actually here's the thing. Most of the pod, I listen to a lot of podcasts, uh, and. Unfortunately, most of them are like comedy podcasts. Yeah. I mean, there's Never Not Funny, there's uh, the Paul Goebel show, there's uh, comedy and everything else, the 40-year-old boy. Um, and, so, well, there's the excellent I Love Movies featuring Doug Benson, which is, uh, that's, is yes, that what you were going, at, going for? Uh, well, I wasn't headed in that direction, but I could. Uh, okay, but that's, it's a comedy podcast about movies. That's right. I would say emphasis more on the comedy than the movies. Although, the most recent one, though, was great. Which I haven't heard yet. Oh, okay. Uh, so it's it's Bob Odenkirk and Chris Hardwick right. joining Doug Benson, and they run down the. I don't know if you guys. I know you're a subscriber. I don't know about you. The uh, the new Entertainment Weekly from a couple of weeks ago, the thousandth issue where they did the the new classics, like the top oh, yeah, fifty yeah. everything from the past twenty five years. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So they ran they run down on the show the top ten movies of the last twenty five years, yeah. and just. Bob Odenkirk's ire at like seven out of the ten choices is hilarious. It, <laughs> yeah, it's well worth listening to. Yeah, it's you know uh, there like if you look at uh, like iTunes, a lot of the comments are like Doug, you're too stoned, <laughs> you know, and just which honestly, legitimate concern. You know, like my, you know, the the one beef that I have with the show is that they will start, they will often start with movies and then go spiraling off in another direction. Thank God that in while they're in that other direction, they remember to be funny, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, like, I view it more as a comedy podcast than, strictly speaking, a movie podcast. Um, but when they when they are on movies, like, uh, Doug will usually say something that uh, denotes, like, oh, he, he knows what he's talking yeah, about. Yeah, he does. Like, if he ever wanted to, if he ever felt like buckling down and talking movies, 
He probably could uh, at length and with a fair amount of intelligence. So, um, but yeah, so, but I Love Movies is a, a podcast that I recommend, absolutely. Yeah, it's very funny. It's very funny. Um, but, uh, I, but I did, uh, you know, to uh, be able to talk more about uh, the subject, I did start listening uh, just this past week to two uh, movie podcasts. One is one that I'd heard a lot about called The Hollywood Saloon. And uh, have you have you uh, heard, I have not either heard of you heard of it? I, I I had heard of it, but I didn't okay. listen to it because I knew you were going to listen to it, and okay, then you could lead the discussion on it. Exactly. There you go. Um, and the the episode that I listened to was them talking about uh, the new Indiana Jones. But rather than do that, they devote the entire episode to all things Indiana Jones. They go through the first three before they talk about the fourth, which I think is kind of the smart way to do it because, you know, if you're going to express disappointment at something, you need to preface it with, here's why I'm disappointed. You know, it's like, because this is not a movie that stands on its own. Mm -hmm. It's a movie that, because it has such a high standard to live up to and could have lived up to it given the talent involved, and it doesn't, you know, so... uh, Did you out and out hate that movie, by the way? um, You know what? At first, no. I'm getting there. Really? I know I did not. Yeah, it's uh yeah, it's uh there's plenty of stuff to like about it, but that's the thing is with so many people, so many good people involved, it's like this should have been so much better. But uh but yeah, but that episode is is really strong and just and yeah, I just like the dynamic that they have. They, you know, they fall into what uh I remember Okay, so there is a there's a column associated with the Sound of Young America called Pod Thoughts. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, David, you and I have been featured on it recently. Experts and Intermediates was featured on it. Hey, and, uh, <laughs> and yes, for gems like that, uh, they're like <laughs> we've got to uh, tell people about it. I think we should probably raise the roof for that. Oh, good God! Anyone? Both both of you at the same time? Wow. That's <laughs> J- okay. Uh, anyway, so. Um, but during the, uh, you take those clunkers back to Kansas city. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I will not fly here on, uh, on the battleship. Um, you save that for a BP supplement. All right. But, uh, anyway, so, uh, so during, uh, his review, Colin, Mar- uh, his review of your show, Colin Marshall talked about how really m- a lot of podcasts these days are really might as well just be called two twenty something males talking about something or other. Uh-huh. And, uh, and, Hollywood Saloon really fits into that. I mean, you and I fit into that. Sure. Experts and Intermediates uh, fits into that. But uh, that was just one twenty-something, though. Uh, yeah, that's right. Be, uh, your, can find. your co-host not around anymore. Off to become a doctor. Yeah. Plus, he's so. still alive, though. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. I got. It. Plus, yeah. he was over thirty. Ex- exactly. Yeah. Still is actually. Yeah. So maybe you should have written into Colin Marshall. <laughs> but um, but. Uh, but yeah, and but that's the thing is, in spite of the fact that they, you know, that uh, Hollywood Saloon, it's in, in the dynamic is very much the same as film spotting. It's the same as us. But what they have to say is very intelligent. It sounded like they they like they gave uh, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull uh, a fair shake. So they're not looking to hate anything. Uh, they're fair-minded guys, intelligent. Uh, I'd say fairly witty. Um, I actually enjoyed it uh, quite a bit. So Hollywood Saloon, I, I like it a lot, and okay. I will probably continue listening after this. Um, my first one that I'll mention is one I think that you did listen to, Tyler. Or at least you told me about it, called "Movies You Should Watch." Uh, yes, I watched. I, I listened to one episode of it, but I did. I actually didn't listen to one where they singled out uh, a specific movie. I listened to one called uh, "Things We Hate." Things We Hate Part Two. Part Two. That's, that's what I listened right. to. Okay. Okay. Oh, so you see, listen- I did listen to a full a regular episode. Oh, cool. Okay, uh, good. I had meant to again. Busy. <laughs> um, that's my excuse for everything yeah. these days, well, which it's is a, great it's because a good I am very busy lately. Yeah. Um, but uh, here's what you didn't tell me, okay. Tyler, that they're British. Yeah. Oh, I didn't tell you that. Oh, oh man. man, that they are so British. That made it for me. Like, yeah. Especially one called "Things We Should Hate" because I can listen to three British people call things <laughs> shite for an hour, no problem. That is right up my alley. Yeah. yeah. Just like it's like every. Fourth minute is just like fucking hell, and just like <laughs> yeah, and it's uh, it's and calling people tossers and all that kind of. It's like oh man, that's awesome, and uh, and there's there's like five people. Like I remember when I first uh, looked at like the list of the movies, 
it's like, wow, they're spending a solid hour on one movie. Like, uh-huh. that's fascinating. But at the time, but I didn't know when I read that that there's five people, of course. It's right. going to be an yeah. hour. Yeah. It has to be. But, uh, but yeah, the dynamic they, they have, and that's the thing is I, I didn't listen to them deconstruct one movie, at, which is what they do. Um, but uh, but their, their dynamic is just so much fun. You know, and uh, and the points that they have, like uh, during that episode, they go into atonement and yeah. uh, and they have really good points to make. I am not actually a, I'm not a big fan of atonement. Uh, and I believe. Have you seen it? No. OK. And you didn't. And Jason, you didn't like it that much. First either. 45 minutes. Some of the best filmmaking ever. Absolutely. A wonderful ever? short film. Unfortunately, I would say <laughs> like if you want to see like 45 minutes of solid gold filmmaking and then see it turn to complete crap. Watch Atonement. I'm not sure if I'd say complete crap. There are still moments. I might have to bit torrent yeah. that shit. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, did you learn that at Comic Con? <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, they don't let you in the door at Comic Con if you don't know, know the definition of bit torrent. Um, but uh, yeah, movies uh, movies you should see. Uh, like, even though I didn't listen to an official episode, they're so damn delightful, British or not. But it. It helps. Um, <laughs> I think uh, definitely because British. Yeah, they're just a lot of fun to listen to, even when they're making fun of uh, American pronunciation. Yeah. Like Whatever. the fact that we say Babel. That's right. But uh, yeah, that was in the bone that I had to pick with that episode is that it's not like we just saw that movie and decided yeah. that that's, that word is pronounced Babel. Yeah. It, you know, when I took, uh, you know, well, I don't know what you would call it, like religion class, yeah. <laughs> you know, in evenings I went to public school, even... Monday evening, uh, yeah. every week, I went to uh, PSR, Paris School, Public School Religion, something like that. Anyway, uh, it was, yeah, the Tower of Babel. That's yeah. how it's, it's... It's the only way I've ever heard it pronounced. Yeah, so I'm glad that British people pronounce it Babel. That's fine with me. Yeah. That makes more sense when you look at it, honestly. But it's kind of grandfathered in now. We're going to call the movie Babel because that's how we've been pronouncing that word right. I heard forever. Babel when that movie came out as well. And that's how they pronounce but, it, yeah. is Babel. Or, uh, or that, no, I'm sorry, uh, Babel. Babel. Oh, Babel. Yeah. yeah. Didn't they? They said that's too close that to the... Babar, and I don't like that. <laughs> but, I was uh, thinking of uh, what is it, Baby Bell Cheese? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and and that's the thing is, I it's weird. I do not consider myself to be like a die diehard like American patriot. Like I love I love this country, but I recognize it's flawed. But it's weird. What? All it takes is one. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jason. I forgot you live in Kansas. Um, shattered. But. Uh, but it, all it takes is like somebody to like make a broad statement, like making fun of American pronunciation of something. I'm like, yeah. What about the letter R? Have you guys heard of it? You apparently know about it when it's at the beginning of a word. How about anywhere else? And then I'm like, and I'm like, I'm alone in a car. Maybe I should. I think I need to calm down a little bit. But uh, but aside that aside, uh, yeah, it was a delightful show. I really enjoyed it, and I'm definitely man. I like that you're picking fights with uh, podcasters. <laughs> exactly. Sorry, British listeners, by the way. I, five I, of them. It's five on one. Whatever. I'm an American. But again, this is... <laughs> in case this gets back to them. Yeah. Uh, this is an episode on movie podcasts we like. Absolutely. So just right. we have the one bone about the Babel thing. Like, yeah. You know, leave us alone about our pronunciation of it. Yeah. It's a good podcast. Yeah. Very much so. <laughs> wow. You're, uh, the cat just turned off the light. Well, it that's was, astounding. It's an energy saver. Um, I'm going I will to say about that podcast. Okay, um, I listened to uh, a regular episode where they talked about LA Confidential. Oh, okay. Uh, very delightful to hear them talk about the career of uh, Kim Basinger, who they call Kim Basinger. Okay, uh, which is fine. Uh, since LA Confidential, hmm. uh, that that was interesting because cellular is about the nicest thing on that resume. Eight I mile, like so. and cellular's good. So. I like cellular. Cellular is good. <laughs> yeah. Okay, good, good. But if that's but, the best thing on your resume But there's in 10 eight miles. Isn't She's, eight mile better yeah, than she, cellular? Mm, I'd, I'd, I'd watch cellular right now. I'd watch eight mile. I'd, I'd watch them both right now. Right, but which Concurrently one? Concurrently, on two <laughs> yeah. screens. But which one she is, is she better in? Which one is she better in? Yeah. I guess eight mile. Really? I don't know. She's pretty good in cellular. It's she's asked to do very different things. She's yeah. good in both. You know, one is very much supporting. One is very much lead. I'd say. I would so say one is just about cameo. Eight Mile, you mean? Yeah, I suppose. Is she? I don't. I don't know. I haven't seen it since the, the theater. A little bit. But, uh, but one way or another, uh, it's that yeah. It's, movie. <laughs> either way, we're not talking about uh, I Dreamed right. of Africa. No, that's which is a movie right. my mom loves and, oh, he, and, and, and seems to think that I would love it too. 
That's right a movie there that I had the, forgotten right with... about from the day that it closed in theaters <laughs> until just now. <laughs> yeah. It's always fun. Uh, Jason and I were at uh, a Dodgers game last night. and yeah. uh, Oh, that's fun. Yeah. And who, I was... uh, who, who, was the, who was the other outfit? Who'd they play? <laughs> the uh, Washington Nationals. <laughs> uh, I believe the Dodgers won six to zip. Six nil. Oh, so, it was a good, show um, to go, a good show to go to. Yeah, yeah it was. <laughs> Garcia Parra hit a home run. It was pretty awesome. Uh, we're back to British. Good show. Good show. Um, yes, that's ah, yes, delightful. But uh, good game of cricket. But I was talking. I, d- during that, I was. Uh, Nothing going to kick all our asses. <laughs> yeah, but uh, they can come on over here, buddy. So anyway, uh, but during the show, uh, the show. Damn it! During the game, I was uh, talking to my mom on the phone, and she's like, "There is this movie, Tyler, that you you need to see it." I went in, it's like, I went, I knew I was going to cry, but I couldn't help it. It was just so good. It's called The Bucket List. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, mom. <laughs> you know, it's just, you know, she means well. You know, yeah. she's trying to meet you on, on uh, meet you in the middle. Sure. But, uh, and so I just said, yeah, yeah, I'll give it a watch. Absolutely. My I'm mother did the same that. exact thing. With, with the, the, the same movie? List? Yeah, same movie <laughs> with The Bucket List. Uh, my mom tried to tell me to watch The Other Bolin Girl. I didn't see that. Wow. Which I'd would you rather watch? Bucket list. <laughs> it looks like it might have some levity to it, at least. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, movies you should see. We like it. Is a podcast you should hear. Whoa. You've blown my mind. <laughs> All right, so, uh, so what else we got? But it's part of that, that's, that show is part of the whole family. It's albums you should listen to. And, right. Oh, is it? Right. I didn't know that. Yeah, and there's uh, Games You Should Play, I think, is another one. Yeah. Oh, cool. So maybe we maybe we should join them and then do no the kidding. podcasts you should absolutely uh, enjoy. That's anyway, podcast. you know, I mean, they they seem to be doing pretty well. So anytime, you know, if we can hitch ourselves to that shooting star, then uh, <laughs> right. we're going to go straight through the top. Mm-hmm. But um, so what else? Uh, what else do you guys uh, do? You guys listen to Jason? You got any more there? Uh, Jason's got a whole list. Yeah, He's I got do, a whole. I list. do have a whole list. I want to mention one real quick. Won't talk too much about it. Called All Movie Talk. Uh, it is. And what does that entail? I downloaded that. <laughs> well done. <laughs> I download. <laughs> that sounds like that's about movies some of the time. Right. Um, partially about movies. Partially about cooking. But, but cooking uh, utensils. But um, yeah, I downloaded that one, but I haven't gotten a chance to watch it. The description made it uh, sounded very interesting. Now, when you download, is I I don't believe there's any new episodes. Uh, no, I don't think so. No, like they they ended up uh, probably about a year ago, but but okay. their episodes are pretty good. They'll. Uh, they'll kind of review. Sometimes they review movies, but a lot of the time, like they they went through uh, the decades, okay. just uh, like from the beginning of film history to now, listing the essential films from each year. Oh, okay. So they would do a decade, an episode. I uh, love thinking in those terms. Yeah, like, and then they did essential. Yeah, then they then they did a whole a whole slew of them on like German expressionism and, yeah. and things like that, uh, uh, neo realism. All, all, hmm. all those things. French they ta- Did they talk about Impressionism? Uh, I'm sure they did. Like, they, uh, and, and those were some of the ones. Gonna have to give it a listen. Then. Those were some of the ones that I that I saved because they were they they did a really good job of of really summing up what the idea of the movement was uh, and some some essential films from that movement to watch and who the uh, main directors were. Okay, now um, what it sounds like, like it sounds to me like it's a good like it's a good primer. Like if you're looking to kind of self educate. Well, it was, about it was, movies. I mean, listen, it was good for me. Okay. I mean, you know, if you want to talk about isms, it's going to be a rough night for me. Okay. Because uh, I, I, I don't know that my, my film watching has been segregated into those type of categories. Hmm. Um, so, so, I, so I really like that. So that's not uh, being made anymore. But uh, a very different type of show than one we've talked about is an interview show called The Treatment. The treatment. Oh, I've heard yeah. so much about Elvis Mitchell. Yeah, it? Elvis I heard Mitchell. so much about it. Just I, I, meant to, and I meant to listen to it in preparation for this show. And it I is. Uh, it's. It's one of the ones that that I I absolutely subscribe, and I've been listening to it uh, ever since basically the Oscar season. They had Paul Thomas Anderson, cool. the Cohen Brothers. Like uh, they just had Andrew Adamson on, uh, director of Wally, mm. um, and and it's usually uh, about thirty minutes. So so comparatively speaking, a pretty brisk podcast. Yeah. Um, and it's really good. He goes in. He he really does a nice job of going in depth, not only uh, about the particular film they have coming out, uh, but their body of work as a whole. Hmm. Um, so so that's one. It's it's almost always a, f- a filmmaker, a, a director. Uh, but they did have I think Casey Affleck on there because he had the the tandem of Assassination of Jesse James and Gone Baby Gone last right. year. Right. So. 
really good podcast. Yeah, you know it's weird. Uh, I do not listen to a lot of like interview stuff. Like I know, like I don't listen to Sound of Young America, even though I know I should because he gets such good guests and he, you know, is a solid interviewer. Yeah. Like I like Jordan Jesse Go. It's kind of hit or miss for me when it when it hits. I'm really on board, but like, but from but from what I've heard, his interview skills are kind of unparalleled my, my uh hesitation my the reason i tend to avoid interview type shows mm-hmm. is because i'm afraid i'm going to end up really disliking someone that i think i really like you know? oh yeah, yeah. There like, is i'm that. afraid i'm afraid that this person that i think is really great is going to come off like a prick right and then i'm not going to be able to think of them differently anymore so i so try to far, like, avoid interviews with people that i like uh, paradoxically so far that that has not happened for me like the cohen brothers was probably the most mind-blowing because it was really yeah. cool to actually hear them talk about their work um but yeah, and and uh, Terry Gross, Fresh Air, uh, on National Public Radio, she does. I mean, things, she's yeah. she's not just entertainment, but she does a lot of uh, a lot of actors, some directors. So That's her as well. Um, I listened to the Slash Filmcast. Did you guys? Hmm. Uh, uh-uh. uh, SlashFilm dot com uh, has a podcast, uh, a podcast wing or whatever, podcast arm. Okay, uh, I'm not sure what you would call. It. Yeah, it's not. A, it's not like a part of a building. It's not a wing. It's not right. like it was like <laughs> maybe it's a bird. Yeah. Um, and I'm really glad that we chose to do this now because I got to listen to the new one where they t- they had Kevin Smith on and talked about the Dark Knight. Oh, and, cool. And this show, the Slash Filmcast, is definitely it's not like some of the other shows we talked about where it's about like the canon, you know, a film. This is like a, a show about new movies, and it's very fanboyish, hmm. uh, okay. which is I don't really have a problem with. Obviously, no. you yeah. know, I went to Comic Con. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm with those people, and this was, uh, you know, I probably on the show and definitely in my life, I I have sometimes give Kevin Smith a hard time. I mean, I don't yeah. know him, you know, but uh, <laughs> uh, I, I talk shit a little bit uh, because I don't really like his movies, A, and B, because he kind of, I think, buys into his own cult a little too much. Yeah. But uh, as a fanboy, he has his all his credentials, and he seems like he's oh, yeah. probably a nice guy and probably a fun guy to hang out with, and he definitely, talking about The Dark Knight and other movies, he definitely brought it to the table, and uh, it was a really solid episode. And I will definitely find myself listening to the Slash Filmcast more whenever there's a big fanboy-type movie out there. I always felt that Kevin Smith would make a really solid film critic. Uh-huh. Uh, and he perhaps did more he was so- on Ebert and Roper. He was on Ebert and Roper like- talking about, like, The Queen and mm-hmm. uh, uh-huh. Half Nelson and stuff. And he was he was great. Like, you wouldn't expect, you know, given his history and stuff, you wouldn't expect him to have an appreciation for The Queen. Like, you would expect right. him to sound like, honestly, one of his, like stereotypical fans which is like i'm not watching that boring shit you know <laughs> but uh but no he has he had a huge appreciation for it and he was able to uh, elaborate on it and uh yeah i thought he would be a a, a great film critic and actually it will uh i want to talk about Ebert and roper a little later but we'll yeah. get to we'll get to uh, i really liked uh, my favorite moment from his on that show was when mm-hmm. uh roper gave music and lyrics yeah. a positive review and he was on there and he was like are you kidding me catch and release no Music and lyrics, yes. <laughs> Are you serious? Um, Shilling for his own movie. I applaud that. And thats I, I actually think that's really cool because he's not affiliated with The Dark Knight at all. Yeah. yeah. And yet he's someone who they were like, he would be good to talk about it. Yeah. I think yeah. that's great. Because he's a movie guy. He's a comic book guy. I yeah. mean, like they, and he's a guy who can talk at length yeah. uh, about uh, about movies. Really smart. And, um, so let's see, like at pretty much everything else on my, you know, it's going to sound kind of strange because we've been on the show, but I do enjoy the Paul Goebel show. And I'd say much like I love movies, there will be entire episodes where it's just people talking, yeah. but sometimes they will go into a, a fairly in-depth discussion on a specific show or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that's a TV podcast. Is it, that's a TV podcast. Yeah. Thank you, David. And, um, and, uh. You know, Paul and his co-host, Jim Bruce, like they, you know, they like what they like. I believe Paul says that his favorite show is Bosom Buddies, but he can he can talk about why. I mean, he can defend it, you know, and he's a he he knows a lot about movies and uh, uh, I'm sorry, a lot about uh, uh, TV. And he knows a fair amount about movies as well, actually. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I enjoy listening to the Paul Goebel show and uh Honestly, there was an episode that David and I were on in which we talked all about the uh, the fourth season of Lost. And uh, Jason, you're only on the third, so don't listen to it because yeah, there's a yeah, lot of spoilers in that episode. But uh, and that that was 
that was actually a lot of fun uh, to record because it's just he's he's a guy Paul is a guy who will not hold back if he has an uh-huh. opinion or if he wants to discuss something he do, he won't say spoilers or anything like that he's just going to say it <laughs> and uh well, speaking of lost um again to talk about Comic-Con yeah. uh, I'm just going to sprinkle this episode with Comic-Con stories That's fine. Uh I went to the Lost panel and at first I was a little ashamed to admit this to people but now I'm like fuck it no I'm a fan I'm going to I'm going to tell people <laughs> being in that panel and it was in the hall, it was in Hall H the huge hall seats 6500 people I got kind of emotional, hmm. like just being with that many other people who feel as passionately as I do about a thing that's as silly as a TV show. You know, yeah. it's and like yet as important as a TV. Show. Yes. Yeah. Perfectly, perfectly stated. Yes. Yeah. And it's uh, I, I really kind of I, I felt really emotional about it. You know, it's odd that you it's odd that you mentioned that because this is going to be a bit of a tangent. But you t- you told Jason and I that before the show. Uh-huh. Um, so it and, meant nothing when you said it to me just now. <laughs> right. I mean, I, I kind of tuned out a little bit but uh but you know you hear stories of for example passion of the christ a few years ago and i don't Uh want to get on the topic of the movie itself but the reaction to it i mean you would hear stories of like somebody who starts crying from the minute like the title shows on the screen yeah and and like i remember That's that's because they couldn't read though Right, just, <laughs> they were like, "What is like, this what, movie? What have I wandered into? I just wanted to see crucifixion, and now there's all these <laughs> words." But, uh, but anyway, so but I was in school uh, when that happened, and there was a lot of you were in uh, what sixth, seventh grade, ex- <laughs> exactly. And of course, my parents took me to see it. Uh, sorry, As I was every in ten year old should be, <laughs> of course, absolutely. Violence is horrible unless it's happening to Jesus, and then it's awesome. <laughs> but uh, and then we love it. <laughs> We want it to be more and more violent. Anyway, um, but I no, like I was I was in college, and there was a lot of you know there was a lot of people that had uh, problems with that. You know the the like the the anti anti semitism argument aside, like just with the reaction to the movie. But honestly, given what you said about Lost, like if you're in a movie theater full of people that you know, quite possibly share the same beliefs as you, mm. and yeah. and a movie all about the core of those beliefs, you might walk in feeling emotional yeah you know and so so i hear i hear a story like that and i think it's absolutely i mean when jen and i went to see citizen kane you just felt such a kinship knowing everybody that is here loves this thing we are all like i'm not one person anymore amongst a bunch of people who probably have only ever heard of it everyone here has probably seen it several times and wants to be here more than anywhere else in the world and uh yeah. and especially something like lost which has its own yeah. religion you know <laughs> 60, its own... like 6500 people that's that, what it seems that is yeah. amazing yeah yeah that i mean that that almost like kind of feels overwhelming just hearing about it and, yeah. and I'm, I'm only a marginal fan of the show <laughs> you know yeah it was it was awesome uh anyway so um more podcasts yes okay uh, yes this, I mean, there's only a couple more I wanted to mention. One I wanted to mention, uh, I mean, this is going to sound kind of uh, kind of, of interest because she's been on our show, but uh, uh, Pilar Alessandro's podcast, On, oh, yeah. the, on the Page, yeah. which is not a straightforward movie podcast in the way that we've been discussing them. It's like a tutorial for screenwriters. Yeah. But even if you're not a screenwriter, if you are interested in that part of filmmaking, right. listen to On the Page. It gives you yeah. a, a, a great new look at, at, at the movies that you love and, and the way that they were first you know, thought up. Uh, and I also, uh, and oh, she actually, more to say? well, and also she, uh, I unfortunately have not, uh, have not yet watched it, but she was kind enough to give us, uh, uh, her DVD because oh, she yeah. released a, a DVD called on the page, I believe. And yes. it's all about, it's her like screenwriting seminar and stuff. And, uh, and you watched it. David. It's fantastic. And I'm yeah. not a screenwriter, but right. it, do, do you have it like with you? Uh, I have it somewhere on one of the shelves. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like to borrow that. Sure. Sure. Um, <laughs> Tyler's looking for it right now. Seems uh, it should be. Uh, I think it's behind you. Oh, okay. I, I, I okay. didn't slip it into. The, I didn't slip it in to the rotation between, like, I don't know, o- Orange County and the Omen or whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, it'd be after the Omen. Yeah, but I, oh, there you're right. No, yeah, no. I, I worked backwards. Okay. Um, no. another one I wanted to mention. I was going to do more on them until I realized that they're. They're done now, but yeah. uh, it's called Watching the Directors. I yes. Know. I wanted to start listening, and then I was like, well, I guess I can, you know, they've recorded several episodes. Yeah. I mean, I could go back and go back and listen, but, like, 
they just ended. Yeah. Like, yeah. what, yeah. a week ago? Two weeks ago? Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, so much for that. So, But here's the thing about that. I talked earlier about every, all these podcasts being different in their own way, you yeah. know? And uh, they have, you know, their their gimmick or whatever, like, you know, yeah. like any podcast has theirs where they look at the work of a director, you know? And even though uh, I have fundamental uh, disagreements uh, with the way that they view films, you yeah. know, a, a lot of the time, uh, they're still very well informed and are... and. Uh, intelligent and I respect their opinions and I just love the format. Now I know that yeah. we said we wouldn't talk any shit but without getting too negative like how shit how do they view films because I haven't listened well, to an episode of it. It's I honestly it's too. it's not that different from dis- disagreements that I've had with you right. Tyler where uh they really value in a film they value story above all else it, oh. it seems like. Okay. Oh really? Uh yeah and that- I, I'm more a guy who's into how do the more abstract like how do the visuals and the editing uh-huh. affect right. me emotionally. That's right. that's really what I go into a film for. You know, it can be it can be a cheesy story if it but if right. it's if it's well put together and interestingly presented to me yeah that's what's going to resonate with me more so those those are the kind of disagreements Wh- that I have with what them. episodes of of theirs did you listen to ah uh, i I couldn't tell you oh okay because <laughs> i was I listened to the Wes Anderson episode and okay. the M Night Shyamalan episode ah uh both both uh made before both directors' most recent films um okay. both directors have a movie I very much do not like and Wes Which, Anderson's got a whole slew of movies I don't like. <laughs> a slew, you say, Dave? Yeah. He's only made f- like four at the time. Four is a slew. That's a slew? I think so. What's not a slew? Is three Three a slew? is not a slew. <laughs> three is a few. <laughs> Two is a couple. Yeah. One is just one. Yeah. Loneliest number. That's right. <laughs> According to Amy Mann and many other people who sang the song. I don't before. think she wrote that song. Yeah, she did. She, in my heart, she did. Um... Uh, but no, and li- so like they, they liked, they really liked Life Aquatic, although uh. they admitted it had some shortcomings. And most mind blowingly, they both really liked Lady in the Water. Hmm. Yeah. And the thing was, weird the me. thing they said about it was they valued the originality of it. Uh-huh. Hmm. Uh huh. Even though the films had shortcomings, and they they basically kind of said the the opposite of what you were saying, which was they were just like, okay. Just kind of go with it. Just uh-huh. go with it. Look at it. Let it wash over you, and then it'll be okay. Uh, so, so that was that's why I wanted to know what what episode you listened to because I was like, I was like, now wait a minute. I don't know a damn person on this earth who can legitimately defend Lady in the Water, and yet yeah. they did, and yeah. they they defended it very well. Hmm. Yeah, I, you um, know, I and I love that. I love reading intelligent uh, negative reviews of things that I that uh, I love. Uh, yeah. Like, um, read uh, Stephanie Zacharek of Salon.com. I don't know if you read her. I'm, uh, I'm a huge fan. I love her. I did uh, read this after you told me. Yeah, that. she wrote uh, the most convincing negative review of The Dark Knight that I've read. Oh, yeah. okay. Uh, I would recommend it to anyone. Even if you, you know, if you love the film, it's not going to, uh, it could turn right. you around, maybe, but uh, it's it's really fantastically thought out and, and written, I think. I'm a big fan of hers. Nice. Kind of a crush. I don't, know, I, I don't know what she looks like. I'm saying based on I have a writing crush on her. That, I respect that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you have a voice? Oh, wait. Never mind. It's not a podcast. Okay. okay. <laughs> you just read her reviews. You're like, man, I could talk to her FYI, all night FYI, I kind of have a voice crush on the uh, Pilar woman oh, who, yeah. uh, who was on your podcast. Really well, nice voice. She's very pretty. Oh, yeah? She all is. Right. Yes, very much so. All right. Um, uh, you can find out about that on the DVD <laughs> on the page. I can't wait. That's why I want it. Uh, but the watching the directors people, and it's a couple. It's a married couple, yeah. which is kind of cool. Um, but they have a new podcast. Oh, really? I didn't. Uh, know that. Called Watching Theology. Oh yes, I did know that. Uh, and I, I think they actually <laughs> maybe the reason they ended this podcast is because they were getting more and more into that one because I think uh-huh. the two overlapped for a time. Okay. Uh, so I've not listened to that one yet. Um, but I'm going to start because I actually really liked their dynamic. Yeah, I'm fast. Uh, you know, having not heard any, they of their open stuff. the Bible and just look at it, and they watch the theology. <laughs> they watch it as it they happens, watch it as, it, as it occurs, <laughs> as it unfolds, leaps off the page. Um. So, did you? Did either of you have anything? Uh, any other podcasts to talk about? Uh, I didn't. I'm pretty much exhausted here. But okay. Jason's list is is five pages long. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I have a I have a couple more, neither of which are movie podcasts. Okay. okay. Um, sound opinions. 
Okay. From Chicago Public Radio. Both are uh, Chicago Public I, I've Radio. I've heard ones. good things. I, 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 I hear a lot about podcasts. Yeah. I read <laughs> about people enjoying podcasts, yeah. and then I think, I'm going to listen to that. Yeah, because I, um, I, I do not know very much about, about music, but I always want to know more and really uh, like discovering new bands that you know people who are smart about music uh, like. So, so a lot of times I've never heard of who they're talking about, uh-huh. but they always, they're really intelligent. Uh, they give, you know, movie, movie, or I'm sorry, music news and reviews, interviews with a lot of, uh, bands. So, so they're really good. Uh, well, sort of like the music equivalent of film spotting, basically. Okay. Not to get off on a tangent, maybe this is better suited to talk about on your show, but, uh, you are a guy who really likes music. You listen to it a lot. You go to yeah. concerts. Mm-hmm. Why don't you know more? Do why it, uh, do you just have too much time devoted to film and other things that no, you don't you know, like you know research? It Honestly, it's it's my upbringing. Uh-huh. Like, how did how did you get into music? Uh, basically, by being a loner, and for some reason, like that sort of like mid nineties, like when alternative first broke, uh-huh. you know, but it like, really spoke he- to me. How did you hear about it? I listen to the radio, I guess. Okay. So you didn't have uh, Christian parents who were like, hey, <laughs> then DC Talk just dropped a new album. Let's get that shit. <laughs> no, I mean, I had strict Catholic parents, but at the same time, my dad really loved, you know, Deep Purple. And <laughs> so. oh, okay, see, my, like, th- this, is, this is exactly why. My parents listen, listened and listen to contemporary Christian music. Michael W. Smith? Michael W. Smith all the way. <laughs> friends of Friends Forever. If I ran the spotlight for a Michael Lord's W. Smith concert, <laughs> really, and a friend will not say never, because the friendship never ends. I, I ran the spotlight at the Six Flags Amphitheater in St. Louis for a Michael W. Smith concert no when I was like seventeen. Awesome. Yeah. Oddly enough, two lights on the whole time. Very simple. Very simple man. If he decided to take Classic. a stroll from one end of the stage to the other, I had to follow the motherfucker. Okay, fair right. enough. Because was he strolling? Was he a strolling? I don't, I don't remember. I, it seemed I like a pretty a easy p- job. I think he's a piano guy. Yeah, it, it was a yeah. pretty easy job. That's friends the thing is, are friends. A, that's my <laughs> according right according to some denominations, uh, stro- like strobe lights and blinking lights and lights of different colors. <laughs> a sin. <It's, laughs> I don't know why. It's God. they say it's in the Bible. I I haven't found I, it yet. They said it's one of the things in Revelation, and I was like, man, that's yeah. that's really dense. I applaud them for like figuring that out. And the beast it's with scary seven heads will arrive. It's scary that there's probably people out there who would agree with that unironically. <laughs> yeah, they'd probably be like, oh, mm, that kind of thing arouses the devil in you. Right. <laughs> but so so that and my brother, older brother, so you can sometimes depend on him, not not at all into music. Right. Yeah, my older brother got me into a lot of music. Yeah. So so that's why I'm a I'm very much a, a late comer to music. Well you should uh you know, just you got the internet, right? There's uh, the, great the music blogs out there. Just you can yeah. find out about bands very easily. Yeah, I, I've actually a lot of uh, a couple of my friends who know a lot about music. I've been like, okay, where do you find out about your music? So they've given me some websites that I can okay. that I can start going to. Um, the last one I will okay, mention. Last one. Then oh, we should wrap up because uh, we've been going on. Two for a more. While. One I won't even talk about. My friend Peter Macy has a video game podcast. Okay, if you want to talk about fanboys? It's uh-huh. called Green Hill Zone. I don't play video games. He actually gave me a PSP. Uh-huh. PlayStation or personal portable. Like, port- there we go. See? Plus, plus, <laughs> the PlayStation Plus. <laughs> um, he gave me that and some games to play on my way out here. I got it out, started playing games, went through every game he gave me, and I was like, I I can't play this game. All right, next <laughs> game. So I, it's just not for me. But but he was on your show, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I liked that guy. Particularly, yeah, good episode as well. Yeah. Yes. I liked that guy because he had this great like nerdy but very intelligent reason why yeah. nintendo wii sucks yes oh okay. and i, I found that nintendo so wii fascinating awesome. to me he <laughs> hates it uh but so he has a podcast with a friend of his again i don't like video games but i listen to it every week because it's really and i've learned a lot so that and then if you uh like nonfiction, basically the nonfiction equivalent uh or the nonfiction podcast is this american life oh it's sure, usually yeah. like the number one podcast uh, and yeah. I really do love it. I really do. Okay. Well. So anything now, else? Now what is now? Your website is hard to uh, remember. I never remember it, so I'm going to throw it to you. <laughs> what is your website? www. Okay, gotcha. World Wide Web. It sounds like there you go. Dot- slow down so people can write this down. <laughs> <laughs> do you got the www? I got it. Okay. 
I don't have those capabilities. Okay. <laughs> Dot experts and intermediates. All, all spelled word. out. All yeah. spelled no out. No ampersands. No, yeah. no. We're not an ampersand podcast <laughs> here at Experts and Intermediates. No shortcuts for you guys. That's right. Um, dot podomatic. Any dashes in there? No, all sir. one word. There's no dashes. Podomatic. Podomatic. Dot com. Dot com. Yep. All right. Or you could probably just Google Experts and Intermediates. Or I, oh, there's I, a link. I guarantee you, you could. Or there's a link on our website, actually. Oh, oh yeah. Nice. And our link. So, there's so also a link on the film spotting website. So. Oh, oh, man. Sweet. Look at you. And look there's a link yeah. to you guys on there. Oh, yeah. On the Film Spotting website? Oh, yeah. yeah. I forgot oh. about that. Those guys. These guys. <laughs> a couple of sweethearts. Adam and... Maddie. Matt. <laughs> Formerly the coolest nickname ever, Sam Van Hyperbole. Yeah. Um, all right. All right. So, uh, Jason, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks, thanks for much. having me on. This was Thanks great. for coming all the way out to Los Angeles just to be on our show. Man, exactly. it, was, it was pricey exactly. just to do this. <laughs> I hope like, we, we can... Need an, we need a guest. I hope we can return the favor someday. Uh, me too. And I have to say... As probably, soon as Tyler and I both have a reason to be in Kansas City at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> I have got to be your like lowest profile guest ever. Like, but, and I hope for the history of your podcast that remains. Uh, I'm trying to think. Yeah. No. Probably. Yeah. Answer. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> With the exception of the hosts, but I guess we're not guests. Yeah. No. So we're here every damn week. <laughs> All right. So uh, All right, thanks, and, everybody. Uh, I for- hope you'll be here next week. <laughs> All right, thanks. Bye. Bye.